welcome to another episode of Football Sides. Up is down, down is up. Spurs and Atletico are the top of their tables. Who knows what's happening over there? But we're not going to let any of that get in the way. We are going to talk the festive season today. On today's pod, we'll be discussing Home Alone and which ones of your favorite clubs have made the casting. Dan, welcome to the pod. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be back. And uh, yes, December is here. The Christmas tree is up. It's good to switch gears and concentrate on uh, something a little bit more along the lines of the festive season that we're in, hey? Yeah. First question, though. We need to settle this before getting into anything. When is it appropriate to start playing Christmas music? Hey, you know what? I'm not a big Grinch or anything. If you want to play it after Remembrance Day here in Canada, Remembrance Day is in November, on November 11th. A lot of people start it the day after that. That's fine. Go for it. You know what? If it makes you happy and there's not a lot of happiness going around sometimes, especially a year like this. But how about yourself? I mean, uh, do you have rules on that? Hard and fast rules? Well, so I hate to spoil the party from Dan's diplomatic response. But no, <laughs> Christmas music starts in December. December. Oh <laughs> None of this. I thought Americans had it bad with the whole Thanksgiving thing. And you were on December. Then by 11th, oh, no, we would not have that. <laughs> December, Well, actually, holidays. so our Thanksgiving is in October. And so a lot mm-hmm. of, you'll, it's not unheard of to see people um, put up the Christmas tree right after Thanksgiving. Or right after Halloween, of course, which is the 31st. So, but that kind of short changes our veterans. So I think, I think after Remembrance Day on November 11th, if you, if you want to put it up, why not? Remember, though, we get snow early in Canada, right? So you might have snow on the ground in September in lots of the country. So, you know, people are feeling pretty festive, I think, perhaps a little earlier than uh, in Washington there. We will only give a pass for this year because it's been absolutely miserable. And if it makes (laughs) you happy this year, you get a pass. Next year, we're back to it. December. Guys, December. Say it with me. December. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, before we get into our holiday festive pod, um, let's talk a little recent happening matches. Anything that's caught your eye recently? Oh, man, Glow. Another new manager for Sunderland. The story, <laughs> the narrative does not change, does it? I think we're on to, like, what is it, 12 or 13 managers in 10 years? I mean, it's just ridiculous. So... The story continues, and then what happens? We promptly lose to the 24th place team, the team in last place, and uh, Wigan, and they're they're having a hard go, and we lose to them in our first match after we fire the, the manager. So I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, hopefully this episode will brighten my mood. Terribly sorry to hear that. Oh. You know, turns out I sent on Mr. Memo that indeed a manager a year does not keep relegation away. <laughs> no. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief. Oh my gosh, I know. How about you? What has caught your eye this week? What? Ooh. What's been interesting recently? Um, I meant to mention it last part actually, but I've been. They lost this week, but Union Berlin like deserved a shout. They were in the top half of the table. And I am definitely have some strong 
this woman fuzzy feeling towards the city of Berlin and the team itself. Yeah, uh, for sure. So it's definitely a hipster's choice, but I was glad to see them do well. I mean, on a personal, like, fandom note, happy to see the United come back. Please pay Bruno all the money that he wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I did, actually. Unrelated, slightly unrelated to football. Um, my housemate got me Manchester United Christmas pajamas, and they are amazing. Okay. And I recommend this. Now, you already said this, in the past that you, you rarely, rarely get a kit. So is pajamas, yeah. it's not quite kit, is it? But uh, it's yeah. getting there. It's approaching so, it. It is. It's getting there. So our new scheme is to get on uh, Premier League mornings. <laughs> so <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> this is our December goal. And for that reason, for how good and comfortable the pajamas are, Woodward in. Woodward to stay. I am that now on his campaign awesome. trail. <laughs> nicely done. Nicely done. Yeah, we have soccer Saturdays here too with the little guys. So, um, but uh, yeah, I'll have to get in the pajama training. It's a great idea. Yeah, pajamas are awesome. Especially given how much time we spend inside. I feel like my wardrobe is becoming like a range of like, oh, these are my meeting pajamas. So this is like my downtime pajamas. Mm-hmm. Really good and uh, wide range. But in actual sports, it was good to see Spurs put in like really good display. I thought that what a goal from was. Son, hey! What so a shot! Good. And I mean, heck, again, love to see a striker use his weak foot. Not that Kane has a weak foot, but uh, you know, hitting that near post there, beauty goal, beauty goal. But uh, already, Son, you know, he's going to have another potential goal of the year candidate. There as a lovely strike. Is he the best two-footed uh, player in the Prem? You think? Who, Son? Yeah, for me, for me, for the strikers, he is because I I don't see him shy away from from using his weak foot almost ever. Um, Kane's up there; he can hit a great left footer as well. But um, it's cool watching the documentary on Son and him talk about his dad and his dad's training him ever since he was a, a young lad with his weak foot, and like you know a thousand keep ups with his left foot, a thousand keep ups with right foot, you know, and just really interesting. So from a, from a young age, I don't think he's really had a weak foot, has he? Yeah, and I'm sure you can extrapolate some greater wild meaning about balance. Oh, <laughs> and, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it was really lovely to see. Also happy to see um, for the Americans out there, Weston McKinney get his first goal for Juventus. So oh, good. That's always nice to see. Good for him. Yeah. Fun. No, that's awesome, and uh, you know, happy to see he's getting game time, which is one of the things we all didn't know would happen. Once he went to Juventus. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that Premier League, sorry, that Champions League matchup. We'll see, I think it's Juve Barca, yeah? Yeah, Barca in yeah. shambles. Yeah. The X Manchester, Manchester City player, Alvaro Negredo, getting the winner 2 1. <laughs> Where has he been? Oh my God, uh, I haven't seen his name in ages. Uh, I do love it when footballers uh, kind of dropped off the cliff, just pop up again. It was like, ah, beauty. there you are. <laughs> beauty, yeah. And of course, I mean, dropping off the, the cliff, they're probably still earning millions and doing just fine, you know, playing all around the world, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not too worried about their financial well-being. They are otherwise held, perhaps, but financial well-being, I think you're good. <laughs> Dan, if you don't have anything more, more recent football happenings, we will move to our festive 
part of the episode. Absolutely. And Keen to hear your ideas here. Yeah. So today we want to get a little silly, get into the holiday spirit. And we thought, what better way? One tradition that I have is I watch Homo nearly every Christmas. So we thought it would be quite funny to cast a couple of the characters in Home Alone as football people, football players, uh, football clubs, and anything football-related, really. And Dan and I will go back and forth on the characters that we've chosen, have a little debate here and there. But at the end of it, you, Hollywood, you're welcome. We've just cast a new movie for you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Copyright to follow. Brilliant. So we... I hope everyone's seen Home Alone. If you've not seen it, please go watch it. It's quite hilarious and very much problematic on the parenting aspect, but very funny when you're a kid. (laughs) Yeah, no, we just showed our five-year-old for the first time, and oh my gosh, watching it through his eyes was hilarious. So on that note... Did he enjoy it? He did. He did. I think it was confusing, though. Like, obviously, like seeing these people chasing after this little kid and like... It's terrible, you know? But anyway, yeah. on that note, speaking of young kids, Kevin. So who's Kevin? I mean, in the in the grand world of football, you know, you got he's the main character. He's quite clever. He's uh you know, he's a pretty bold fella. He's pretty assertive. So who's he for you? Who's he represent okay. for you in football? Okay. So my Kevin for me is none other than Lionel Messi. <laughs> really? The star of the show? Why? The, okay. So Messi's not young. Uh, okay, here's my reasoning. I was between I was torn between Messi or Neymar, but I chose Messi because so like obviously Kevin is like the main character, is the young boy who's like mistakenly separated from his family and forced to defend himself against Burglars. Actually, I changed my mind. My choice is Neymar. <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> well, I kind of okay. Okay, let's see. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe it's both. Maybe it can be both. Let's hear it. Why Neymar? Okay, so I think it's Neymar because primarily I think he would be the person to get him sent to the upstairs room <laughs> for throwing a ah, fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which he does from time Which to time. Which he does. But you also has so much creativity as a player that you can trust him to get out of things in a pinch and like just like yeah. very imaginative and will like create things that you hadn't thought of. So I think the level of both like messiness and huh. creativity actually make Neymar a better case. Neymar, um, Neymar had that amazing assist just the other week, eh? in the Champions yeah. League and he just like tight tight play like just dribbled around one or two players unreal hey just transitioned yeah. into a counterattack goal yeah, yeah. it's a good show exactly. I mean I, I thought you were the whole idea of separation from family because obviously Messi being from Argentina but he went to the Barcelona Youth Academy at super young age didn't he and yeah. you know in some ways you could say separated from his family and you know I thought you were going down that line yeah, I was going between like super creative, but then I realized that like Messi would probably like be up and awake and show up on time. But so we needed somebody with like slight. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He was up late, wasn't he, in the movie? Okay, so yeah. for me, Kevin is Erling Holland. 
Here's why. Uh, okay. Great. Here's why. <laughs> I mean, you got the blonde factor, so let's just throw that in, in there. Um, but right off the hop, I mean, gosh, uh, Kevin lives in a mansion. Like, he's from an affluent family, clearly. And so, mm-hmm. Holland, he's from Norway. Norwegians are doing just fine in the world. In the grand world of societies, they're just living the high life, aren't they? Up there in the north, just a lovely society to be from. So, he's from that nice society. He's from success already. He's bold. He's assertive. He's come from, um, you know, from a small club in Norway, made his way over to Salzburg there, and then uh, got the big move to Dortmund. And, you know, he's clever. He's clearly got uh, incredible brilliance at such a young age. And um, we're really seeing him assert himself in, in, the, in the mix here. And, you know, defenders are trying to, to bring him down. They're trying to, they're trying to stop him from doing what he's, what he's uh, trying to do. But they can't, clearly. So, for me, he's Erling Holland, and, um, and I just I think the, the parallels there makes sense to me i think that's i an iron curve case i i really like that as a choice <laughs> so knowing both. how just he would like obviously be having so much fun with it yes oh like oh this yes. is such a great challenge like totally like you know i can his eyes light up <laughs> oh totally actually i like that too and also holland of course like holland has been a, a surprise to us like two years ago no one knew who he was he went to salzburg filled the net there. He didn't actually get a big money move to Dortmund mm-hmm. and he's filled the net there as well. So um, in the movie, of course, Kevin just com- continues to surprise us with his brilliance. And I feel like that every week when I watch Holland, like, wow, like he's still doing it. He's still doing it. He's not leveling off. Wow. So that's how I felt, especially as a kid watching Kevin. I was like, this kid is brilliant. Yeah. I also felt like this kid should be watched because it's a very fine line between brilliant to he's going to hurt someone very badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, like someone that needs to like level the it's guy out, right? Great. Yeah, yeah, it could be a brilliant criminal very and soon. I'd keep both, an eye on him. Both have some social uh, awkwardness. Like obviously Kevin has a hard time talking to like the people around him, you know? And I think Holand does as well. Like interviews with Holand are... <laughs> <laughs> a bit awkward to say the least. Yeah, I love them though. They're so great. Yeah. Just not having any of it. No. So yeah, I will say that I like your Holland better than my Neymar. So oh, I like it cut. too. Sure. Yeah. No, I, uh, that's good. Okay, so, so moving on to aside. what do you, what do you think <laughs> the villains? Oh yes, like we obviously did our protagonist. Uh, it's important to cover both bases. So who do you have for? Harry and Marv. Joe Pesci and Joe Pesci's friend, whose name I do yeah, not know. Yeah. I remember at the so, moment. So, I mean, we should start off with uh, the main villain, of course, right? So we got we got Harry here. And, I mean, it's got to be, for me, Zlatan. It's got to be Ibra. And here's mm-hmm. why. So even though, of course, Harry's kind of short and Ibra's not short. But not so much on the physical likeness of it. But... You know, here's the main villain. He's the brains behind the outfit. He's um, he's actually quite clever. Like, he's got some brilliant plans. You know, in the beginning of the movie, you see him come in and pretend to be a cop. And he's all warm and he's he's, he's nice. And, and uh, oh, just letting you know, hey, heads up, there's some thefts in the area. No, no, he's actually masterminding some grand plan. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and throughout the movie, you see, like, he has these minor victories, like that scene where he finds out that the family's going to France. 
And you know, it's much like Ibra. Like he's going through his whole career with all these, you know, some people say minor victories. You know, he's winning the cup in France and then he wins the FA Cup with United. And then he goes to, you know, he goes to LA Galaxy, fills the net over there. Like, like all these little minor victories, but he still finishes his story without the Champions League title. He still finishes his story without that World Cup or that, you know. Mm-hmm. And in the end with Harry, same thing. He never quite finishes the movie with the prize, the, the grand prize, right? So... It's kind of like Ibra. And either, you know what? They're both kind of likable characters. Even though they're both villains, I think at the end of the movie, you kind of like Harry. He's kind of a likable villain. And I think it's the same with Ibra. And at the, wow. end, of the, at the end of the day, you know, Ibra, he spent his career here with the, the younger lads around him, Ronaldo and Messi, winning all these Ballon d'Ors. And Ibra has said, you know, if those guys, or it's been said, if they didn't exist, maybe he would have had more of a shout to win one of these. So, you know, Harry's always getting undone by the younger Kevin. Now, Kevin's much younger, but Ibra has been undone by both Ronaldo and Messi, who are younger than him throughout his career. So that's kind I like of the, that a lot. the parallel for me. Okay. That, I like that a lot. I think that's quite convincing. Um, I've cast my Harry. My brain's all the outfit is none other than Diego Simeone. Obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> He is who I call the master of the dark arts. <laughs> just brilliant. Just, mm, you gotta love him. Um, one, number one, he always wears black, which I strongly which respect. And Harry does too, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, big fan. Strongly respect anyone who wears all black all the time, yes. And, you know, there's something quite villainous about him in the nicest way possible. He's always scheming you know and he will um sometimes sometimes the plans don't go through or like the system doesn't work but you know he is so determined and he's managed to like get people to like walk through fire for him like run like twice as much as the other team and he's able to have like a partner that just like keeps fighting with him like despite all the things that are going wrong Still don't understand why they couldn't hit another house, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I Diego Simeone is I like my... that. No, well, that's good. That's a good show. That's a good show. I can't really debate that one. Wears black, always scheming. Uh, I mean, there's a few managers like that who are always scheming, but for sure. I mean, the, how many one nil wins has he had? Hey, and he just finds a way. I think well, there's some stats around like delay of game tactics that Atletico Madrid employed. You know, just knocking the ball out of bounds, just greasy, like holding on for that exactly. one nil win. And he's back at the top of. Golf, but yeah. it was good. Yeah, he's back at the what top. Is, of what do you Liga. think about his partner? I know, so it's working right now. But would another younger, sprightly team come through and knock them off? We shall see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what Wait. about Diego's partner? So Marv. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Marv. Marv, Diego's partner, nice. So Marv, Marv, how about you go first for Marv? So I'm in keeping with Diego. Every great planner needs an executioner, and obviously his man, <laughs> his muscle has to be Diego Costa. <laughs> oh my God, Diego Costa, nice. It's exactly. I mean, it's so the scene with the iron hitting Marv. I just imagine that could be how people feel whenever Diego Costa heads them. You know, just like, 
Mm, it's electric, which is very, very determined. And he will literally walk through fire for you. And he will tackle. And he will punch people. I don't think he's punched people. Pretty but much. But you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll get himself sent off. No problem. For the greater good exactly, of the team like, or for the greater goal. He might oh. not always know when to dial it back. But he will always give you 110%. That's so funny. That's why. That's my pitch for the two Diegos. Bit clumsy. <laughs> bit clumsy maybe like has moments of uh not quite all there upstairs you know much like marv that's funny exactly but like together it's such a sweet duo it works <laughs> okay let's see yeah. if this makes sense to you a little outside the box here for me marv is mino raiola okay so for those Ooh. who don't know mino raiola is an infamous player agent he's managed you know, he's, he's been the agent for the likes of Pogba, Zlatan, Mkhitaryan, Verratti, Donnarumma, De Ligt, Holland, and, of course, the infamous Balotelli. So, mm -hmm. you know, here's an agent who's collecting millions off of these players in their various transfers. I mean, what, Zlatan alone? How many time, like how many moves has Zlatan had in his career? And if Real is involved in all these, the percentages he must get from these moves. But here's why. So what has Raiola done? Nothing. He, he's the sidekick. He, uh, you know, the, the players that he's managing are doing all the work. They're the brains behind it. You know, the Holon's the brilliant one. Zlatan's the brilliant one. And here's the agent, you know, on the side, not really the brains of the outfit, but yet he, he you know, he's uh, participating in, in, you know, the mastery, if you will, of, of the person who's in charge. So, you know, for me, Raiola is a sidekick. He... You know, he's not actually the one who's brilliant in the in the in the scheme. It's it's obviously Harry. So Harry representing the players that he manages. But you know, Rello's along for the ride and collects. Uh, you know, he collects the benefits of it. That's how I see Rello here. I think that's a fascinating casting. I don't disagree with it from a casting perspective. Um, <laughs> to briefly derail us. Um, on the agent talk, it's something that I'm definitely torn about, right? Because I don't think, I too do not think that he's brilliant and I don't think he should like be collecting that much. But given that there are no like viable, like or viable, other viable options today, I kind of, I'm okay with like people or agents like Raiola taking like an excruciating fee actually, because for me, the opposite is like club exploitation like institutional exploitation. <laughs> it's exploitation nonetheless, but like would rather have like a pit bull in my corner, even if they take like 20% off. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm like 16 or something, but I don't know. Oh, I do like, like I mean, the, the philosophies though. around player agency and all that kind of stuff, for sure. Let's make an episode about it. But in the scheme of home alone, you know, he's just along for the ride. He doesn't put in the same work that, uh, oh. you know, it doesn't put the same work clear that Harry's like a doing. Good businessman, <laughs> right? Totally. That, but that's it, why know, it's a great Harry. Yeah. You know, he's, he's found like the right partners. Pitbull. He's found the right yeah. partners, and you know, he's along for the ride and benefits from the abilities of the other person that he's beside. You know, that is so, half the job. I mean, how much money? Finding the think, right partner. We all know that Holland's going to go eventually, and I wonder how mm -hmm. much he'll go for. Hey. Like how probably much? somewhere close, like in the hundreds, probably. For sure, if he right? Gives it one more year, yeah. For sure. I mean, if uh, if Dembele went from Dortmund to Barca for whatever it was, a hundred and 
was it 20 or something? I mean, come on. Holland's got to go for at least that, if not more. Yeah. So I, I think mean, if he waits to like if the markets are better um, this summer, then I definitely think like 120 about yeah, will be good. Yeah, there's more money for Rayola there. Yeah. <laughs> he, he yeah, obviously knows who to pick. End up, yeah, he'd probably go to City, I think. Be, I mean, assuming that um, – assume, well, that I think I would – think he would go to city. I think it would make sense for him to go to city. I know. <clears throat> but <laughs> because I think obviously Madrid will be making their big Kylian Mbappe move. Yes. That's what they want, no doubt. Yeah. So going back to some of the protagonists. <laughs> so we've done going back uh, to the festive part. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So let's go to the parents. Peter and Kate. How about how about she uh child services? yeah yeah exactly so who's peter for you uh so the negligent parent part one peter (laughs) who forgets his kid at home is okay so i've made peter as lewandowski here's why (laughs) here's why negligent right forget your kid at home unfortunate but very, very, like, methodical in, like, okay, I've made a mistake. How can I correct it? Oh, like, my God. chooses, like, the most efficient way, which reminds me of how Lewandowski finishes nearly every chance that's offered to him. Like, his, I mean, his wife nice. is like, I'm going to travel. Um, I'm, it's going to take me two days to get back home versus there's a flight tomorrow, and this is going to take us just as far in the fewer like in a little time <laughs> so for me uh Lewandowski's like efficiency and like clarity of thinking really reminds me of Peter's like this is a bad situation you want a guy who's going to get you out of it I would uh, put my money on him oh that's funny okay finishes every <laughs> chance he gets I do like that nicely played yeah okay so for Peter I strictly am going off of one quality about Peter what do you notice mm. right off the hop in the movie is how many kids are running around. And then you find out that like the vast majority of them are indeed Peter's kids or Peter and That was uh, crazy. I completely kid. forgot about that. Like, like there's just so many kids. kids. So I literally Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally just googled footballer with the most kids. And mm-hmm. I got Garincha, the the legendary Garincha. And so for those who don't know, sadly he passed away in his 40s, but uh, Garincha is widely considered to be one of, if not the best dribbler of all time, Brazilian, and uh, he had 13 kids. So Garincha I is mean, Peter. I mean, like, I guess you need subs too. <laughs> <laughs> you need subs too. Well, nice. well, and it's interesting, you know, Garincha, just a quick shout to Garincha. Um, really neat, eh? He was born with one of his legs six centimeters longer than the other, and both of his hips pivoted so his feet, like he was, it was crippled at birth. Doctors thought he'd be crippled for his rest of his life. And I've heard it said, people who watched him live, is he could turn uh, and dribble in ways that people couldn't. And uh, resulted in him doing some of the most incredible, you know, quick movements, uh, acceleration, and for those who don't know, back in, I think it was 1962, Pele was injured. And Garincha was the star of that tournament. And he finished, I think, the first time ever, the Golden Boot winner and the World Cup winner in the same tournament. And uh, 
carried the Brazilian team to the World Cup final and they won it. So, you know, RIP, he only passed away in his 40s and uh, was was quite sad, but but what a player. And uh, also, clearly, what a dad with 13 kids. So, Garantia. For, yeah, for... wow, that, that is quite the shot. I'm very intrigued. I can't say I knew too much about him, <laughs> but I'm definitely, yeah, I would. I'm. I'm definitely going to be digging around for some old footage. Yeah, yeah. That uh, sounds on, incredible. Honorable mentions, though, because we do see the scene where they're in the the airport, and Peter is wearing that like long brown trench coat thing. So I thought like shades of anger there with uh, the long trench coat on the sideline, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I also thought like, um, oh, what else? I thought uh, you know maybe. It doesn't quite match up because, you know, it's not the same color and it's not like a sports coat. But, you know, I still thought maybe Shades of Anger there with the uh, with the trench coat. I think that would be. I think that's it. I do prefer your fast choice, though. I think, <laughs> I mean, straight up has 13 kids. I was like, what? Okay. Won't get into it. But that was baffling because I was going and on the wiki. It was like, who are all these characters actually called? And they're like, Gus. Peter and Kate's son, this person, Peter and Kate's son, how many kids do you all have? So many. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> awesome. So Kate, Kate, uh, what do you think? So would you say negligent parent number two? Yes, negligent parent number two. I do not have, so for this one, I actually went with um, a team as opposed to a player. A club, okay, cool, yes. I like that. And my club cast as Kate is wholly PSG. (laughs) (laughs) PSG. The entire PSG outfit is by far the best example of Kate. It is, um, again, affluent. An affluent parent. Very just all the resources known to the world. Somehow this one thing, your kids completely missed it. And obviously, once I messed up, I'm just like, oh, I need to get to my kids. Wonderful. Love the determination. But takes the longest absolute way to get to this <laughs> point, which reminds me a lot of PSG's run in the Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just like, <laughs> all right, just like, oh, we will take as much time. We'll take our sweet time getting to the final. I'm just like, oh, it's going to take us a couple of years, a bunch of embarrassing results, but... We'll get there eventually, but we've got to love the determination. Oh my gosh. Who's in this analogy? Who's kind of like the, the lost kid in like the PSG a- analogy here? Um, I, I mean, do we just go for the obvious kid and say Kylian Mbappe? <laughs> 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 the and, one that got away? That's yeah. So and then they found their kid eventually and everything was right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right, That's... I don't know. Who's your absentee parent? Okay, so for risk of uh, of um, for risk of insulting the Man United fans in the world, uh, let's see if this one makes sense to you. So for me, it's Bruno Fernandez, and here's why. <gasps> okay, hear me out. Oh! So, so, <laughs> so uh, Kate. Um... And session and recording now. <laughs> oh my god! No, but hear me out. Hear me out. It's actually more to compliment Bruno. So hear me out. So Kate is passionate. She is determined. Once she gets you know wind of the problem, she's like going to do all that she can to to solve it. She really like 
kind of wears the pants and she takes the lead in leaving her family in France. Let's fly home to get the lost kid. Um, and so she's kind of leading this, this, this group of like an unorganized family that, my gosh, how do you forget one of your kids in another country when you go on the airplane? So she's kind of like lead, like takes lead and says, you know what, I'm going to solve this problem. Bruno comes in, he's passionate, he's assertive, he's, um, you know, part of a disorganized group of players that, you know, they just haven't got their acts together. And he comes in and he just hits the ground running and says, I'm going to solve this problem and uh, I'm going to do it with passion and vigor. And, uh, you know, I'm going to, to the point, I might even leave you all behind and I'm going to, I'm going to do it all myself and just turn this game around. So also Kate is very lucky that nowhere in the entire movie, Peter is as well, but nowhere in the entire movie do the child services show up and like get on these guys cases for leaving their kid, you know? And so Bruno has been very lucky. The number of retake penalties this guy gets or like, you know, the odd, (laughs) like, like the like oh my gosh he's so lucky um i finally brought him in for my fantasy team because i just couldn't bear to watch it anymore but like you know the sideways pass in his own 18 yard box to rashford who proceeds to dribble up the pitch past three players who scores a beautiful goal but no bruno got the assist for that when fair enough i mean yes he made the pass but like that wasn't a necessarily offensive pass it was just a pass to Rashford, who did all the work. Got and, to argue with the stats guys there on how they. Oh, they anyway, this. but now, now <laughs> you know what? Now I'm an FPL believer. Like, I mean, clearly the luck is here to stay. The guy, the guy's luck transcends. I tell you. So you know, I got on the lucky train, and I he's been returning for me every week. I've had him. So I clearly, I clearly, yeah. uh, you know, I was just a late believer here, Glow. So that's who, I picked him up last season. Did wonders for me. Yeah, exactly. Still right? so. firmly believe I didn't do. <laughs> I didn't pick him up in my draft one, but in my regular one, yes. I have him, and I'm reaping all the benefits, and that is worth all the monies. He's got mo- <laughs> the most points since he joined the league. Yeah, no, for sure. How so, big of a disappointment has Obama Yank been, though? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on there? I actually heard today in his seventy-something goals that he's had in uh, the Premier League since he's joined the Premier League. Only three of them have been headers. And so they were analyzing his uh, his heading game and how, you know, they were... It's not really Arsenal's style, per se, to, like, cross the ball into the box to Aubameyang, but they were trying it on the weekend. And they're just like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, the guy doesn't score headers. That's not really what he's known for, unless he was to change his game. But it's just not really his, his style, despite his height. But... Uh... Yeah, so those are our parents. Uh, moving on to who should we go with here? Buzz or Old yeah. Man Marley? I think let's do Buzz. 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 Okay. Buzz, what a jerk. Jerk what older a brother. What did. Okay. Ooh. I don't know. Do you, you want me to start? Yeah, I think you should go fast. I am okay. now thinking a bunch of things in my head. <laughs> okay. He's a jerk. He starts off, you know, he's a fairly prominent character in the first couple scenes, and then he kind of fades. He kind of fades into obscurity throughout the movie. He's not really the main character, you know, of the kids. And for me, this is Pepe. Pepe, for those who don't know, played at Porto, played at Real Madrid. The guy, you know, I could use other words on here, but I won't on air. 
But the guy's a jerk. You know, everyone knows it. I mean, if you watch his highlight reels of the tackles that he's made and the stuff he's done behind the whistle, you know, behind the play. Um, and he's kind of faded into obscurity. You know, he went over to Besiktas in Turkey. And, uh, you know, he's back at Porto now on a free transfer. And, uh, you know, he just... I, I feel like he's going to end his career. You know, he's been successful, but he's always been this this kind of jerk who, who kind of faded into obscurity. I mean, we don't really talk about him anymore, do we? That's how yes. it is for me. I do love me some Pepe, though, that being said. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I took a similar approach with my pick for that of someone who's kind of just, yeah, kind of a jerk. And sometimes, depending on the audience, has some lovable moments. And I chose Luis Suarez. Suarez? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he bites people. So I guess that <laughs> is a strong jerk move. He did the dirty to Ghana in 2010. Never forget. Oh, 10 years. <laughs> Never Still forget. heartbroken. Gotta have a remembrance day for that. So mm. that classic, um, I mean, not, well, what he did to Patrice Evra was definitely horrendous and not funny one bit. Terrible. I can't even laugh about that. But... Mm. Yeah, he kind of has like that big brother aspect jerkiness to it to yeah. him. Uh, but I also think that um especially the Barcelona fans would definitely see that that he he can be like a really good team player. He is like a fighter and might not always know how best to express that or like his niceness. But yeah. like when he cares <laughs> about you Oh, and he'll, like, yeah, he'll, yeah. like, come through. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, what footballer do we know is into spiders? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but that would like, be a fun fact. Odd, odd pets or, like, you know what I mean? Like, obscure, because, I mean, obviously Buzz has his, was it, tarantula mm. or something? Well, what and... do you think about Zlatan instead of Suarez? Because Zlatan strikes me as more of a big brother, like, very bossy, like, Everything is all about me. Look at me. Look at me. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I everyone mean, there, needs to there, get on my level. Some, yeah, yeah. There's some parallels there for sure. Obviously, I already got him as my villain, but yeah, I think I like him more. Sorry, I mean, Suarez. Probably a, probably no callback sh- for you. There's probably <laughs> a shout for Sergio Ramos in here somewhere too. Oh, uh, yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> all so, right. o- old man Marley, the neighbor. Mm-hmm. The mysterious neighbor who comes out at night and he's shoveling his walkway. Well, since you just alluded to it, there is a shot for Sergio Ramos, and it is indeed Old Man Marley. <laughs> <laughs> Only comes out at night. He's just another child of the night, shall we say, <laughs> and the dark eyes. So I think for me, I picked him because uh, uh, for me, Ramos speaks to, he's like, um, kind of like somebody is a, everyone's a little bit scared of him marley the character everybody is a little bit scared of him he's rumored to be like a serial killer and he just but at night he just comes out and no one knows what's going on with him but everybody's like mm, i don't know but in the end he comes through right he is like a good guy and he will like do like he will fight for you so that's why I think he's the perfect, Sergio Ramos is the perfect character for this, because generally all of us are a little bit of like, what are you doing, Sergio? Like, you never know what you're going to get with him. We're all kind of a little scared of him. 
but if um especially Madrid will know that he comes through for them. He will like he fights tooth and nail for that team and you can't ever yeah, yeah. question like the loyalty to the people. True. No, Ramos, yeah. you can't question his loyalty. I fully agree. But don't we all like Marley in the end? I kind of love from time to time like Sergio Ramos. <laughs> you do? <laughs> I mean, I is it is it just his is it just his eyebrows again glow or is there more to Ramos than you know the actual it, it might be his eyebrows and his beard now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> A twofer. <laughs> oh no, my gosh. I, I love his fight you know what i mean like once you know what you're getting you can't begrudge the guy for playing the games like playing well 10d chess right he like sees anything and everything as something that could be used to win right and yeah it might not be how you play but like you have to recognize that like in many ways that's kind of impressive glow did he mean to do it yes yeah against sala yeah. I mean, I don't think he meant it to be that bad, but oh. I definitely think he meant to do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. He knew what it's he was doing. It's the whole, like, intent process. Like, what? Like, if he probably had his choice, it would be, like, he's, like, straight, like, he is, like, a little bit off his game, that kind of thing. Like, I don't really, I like to think that no athlete ever means, like, true injury, but in terms of, like, knocking you off your game for this 90 minutes, then, yeah. I don't know. No one come after me for this. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Old man Marley. Okay. Misunderstood. We don't know the full story. We're all hearing the rumors about how he is. And like you said, he's a rumored serial killer. And, you know, he looks at you with those cold eyes through the window. And you don't really know, like, what you're going to get and the full story behind him. Okay. For me, this is Jose Mourinho. Oh, because, because I, and I feel like I'm, I, I have to kind of hold my hand up here until I watched the, the documentary on Amazon prime, uh, about Jose and why I say it's about Jose. Cause it's basically the Jose show. Yes. It's mm-hmm. about Tottenham. Yes. It's about Spurs, but I mean, he loves a camera, doesn't he? And at the end of the it's show, good, you know, you, you know, at the end of the show, you like him and you, you know, he's imparting wisdom on Deli Alley. He's imparting wisdom on the young guys of the club and saying, hey, like you have all that it takes. You just got to get your head in the game and all this. And he's giving them advice. And then, you know, he's also receptive here and there to uh, the odd bit of advice or the, the odd feedback from the, the players around him, like the young lads. What's he saying? Go Walker Peters. Uh, you know, what is, what's he say? What, what does that even stand for? You know, Walker Peters or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's too long for me, he says. And... Uh, so he's the you know he's the older guy. Tell he's your kind parents, of mis- your name's too long for me. <laughs> <laughs> he's you know he's misunderstood. He uh, you know he's portrayed as a villain a little bit, and I, I I would say I'm I'm the same way. I thought that too until I saw him at uh, at Spurs, and I was like, you know what, it's kind of likable. And you know he's 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 done a good job, and he's sharing his wisdom on the young lads at Spurs there, and clearly they're doing something right. So that's that's for me. That's uh, Marley. I like your I like your casting more. Um, I I definitely I think the narrative um, fits a bit more with Old Man Marlene than it does with Sergio Ramos. So I am willing to say, football aside, <laughs> the pod can cast Jose as Old Man Marley. It would work so well too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Throw him in perfect. there. 
And he would, you know him. He'd love to play the part too. Oh, oh yeah. I can be in another film. Yeah, sure. I'm just like, who, me? And then obviously it will become the Old Man Marley show, which will Sequel. be hilarious. Yeah, Home Alone number three or whatever we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Just, yeah. Okay, so to recap, officially we're casting Kevin as Erling Holland, yeah? I think so, yeah. Who's all Harry and who's all Marv? Uh, okay, well, for me, I put, uh, for Harry, I put Ibra. And for Marv, I put Raiola. Mm-hmm. And you put, for Harry, you put... The two Diegos. <laughs> it's the Diego. You see, I like, I, like the, I like the link. I like the link because you have them. I mean, they're a team, obviously, in the movie. So I like the link between... I definitely like uh, Simeone, therefore. He's always wearing black. He's always scheming. So will be called the dark bandits. Not sure. the wet bandits, but the dark yeah. bandits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. The two Diegos. I think that's that's a good fit, for sure. What do they do? So the wet bandits live like the water in running, right? In the basement, mm-hmm. just like to flood. So what would we call them for the... The Dark Bandits, what do they do? What's their trick? They knock you out. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've been knocked out. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, absentee parent number one. Peter, Kate. yeah. Peter and Kate. So I got I got Bruno. Mm-hmm. Lucky guy. I passionate. like Kate. Yeah, I like that for Kate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, lead, he's leading He's leading an unorganized large group of people, large family. At United there, and he's taken them a on his the shoulders. A lot of them kind of don't like each other. Some people, yeah. I'm the doghouse. Yeah. You know, he's now captain. Up. He's mm-hmm. now captain, or he was captain of that one game there, and you know they're all I'm realizing they need to look to him to be the leader to solve the problem. Yeah, and sometimes that solution is not fully flushed out, but you know the intent is there, and that just make sometimes a little bit making it up as they go, but you trust yeah. them. Brilliant. I have Lewandowski for Peter, and yeah. you have the man with a lot of kids for Peter. <laughs> Garincha, yeah. Garincha. That was the only likeness. I mean, he's not even tall. Garincha was, his nickname comes from, Garincha is Portuguese. It's a small bird in the region that he was living in, and that was the nickname that hey, Garincha Dan. got as a kid. And so it stuck. Mm-hmm. It stuck from, from a young age. But uh, Peter, of course, is a bit much taller and, and all that. But uh, no, I think Lewandowski. Let's go with Lewandowski for that. I'm sure he'd come over and play the part. Yes. All right. There's your call up, Robin. It's no Ballon d'Or, but you got to admit, this is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> come on out. Come on out, right? Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Buzz. Buzz. Uh, all right. Buzz. You went with you like Ibra, hey? I know you started off talking about uh, Suarez. Started... We dropped Suarez. Suarez is not getting a call back from our casting studio. Don't worry. He said he he can't bite anyone anymore, and he, so he doesn't even want to do it and pretend. So mm, um, yeah, Ibra. So Ibra I guess we're... that's good for our budget. <laughs> yeah, Ibra will do it. As it is, he it, it doesn't make sense that he's hairy. So let's put him as Buzz. Yeah. Brilliant. And then old man Marley, I Jose. was absolutely going with Mourinho. Brilliant. Jose, yeah. <laughs> right? Misunderstood. And uh, we all come around to know the full story in the end. And he's actually kind of likable and he'll give you lots of wisdom, won't he? 
Well, there you had it. We've, you know, you're welcome, everyone. Cast and crew, we're expecting our Oscar any time now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> please let us know if you have any fun castings for the festive season, if you have any points of tension with our casting decisions. I would love to hear how you like this very more out there pod that we yeah. usually do. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, my buddy Matt. He helped me out with some of these picks because I'm trying to like get to like the real heart of some of these characters, you know. And, <laughs> and uh, I consulted my wife too. She, she just like Uglo, she's watched it every day since like it came out. Probably, I think it came. Was it 1990? It came out. Unreal. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it came out. It's older. Than I was I two years old. I was two yeah. years old. <laughs> yeah, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. And uh, let's uh, enjoy the football over the season. And obviously, we hope that no one gets injured as always.